Kanye West said it best. And when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. I personally don't care what color she is, what race or religion. The whole point is that he leaves your ass. You are not a princess, ladies, and you are not entitled to happily ever after. Hello and welcome. I'm Nadia Patterson with Artesia, and you're listening to Wine and Wednesdays. Today, I'm going to start a new series. Um, I'm calling it The Unhappy Wife. We're going to go through a few pillars that I believe are keeping us from our happiness. Entitlement, sex, and this idea of being undervalued. Remember, Artesia focuses on three key ideas. Seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. As I prepared for this week, I decided to revisit some of my favorite Disney movies. Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, and of course, Snow White and the Seven Drawers. There are three things that these fairy tales have in common. The presence of evil, a handsome savior, and of course, a wedding. But did you notice that all these stories end at the wedding as the closing credits read and they lived happily ever after? Happily ever after, if only the story ended there. Those of us that are married know that the wedding is just the beginning and happily ever after must be sought after, not expected. You are not entitled to his love. Sleeping Beauty and Snow White are both cursed, right? Sleeping Beauty pricks her finger and Snow White bites into that poisonous apple. Now, the only thing that can break the spell is true love's kiss. Now, I'm not sure who remember, but both of these princesses meet their true loves once. And furthermore, Snow White runs away from him when he speaks to her. These princesses did absolutely nothing to gain his love. The seed of love at first sight has been planted. What what is love at first sight? Does it even exist? Is it possible to love someone the very first time you see them? How can you truly love someone you don't even know anything about? But based on Disney, it is possible because these young men break the curses. Well, if you ask me, it was more of an infatuation. You know, maybe you call it a foolish attraction, an attraction that has little or even no reasoning behind it. And yet we still say Love at first sight. To love someone means to have a strong connection of devotion. And I don't believe that it can happen in just one encounter. You must prove your love. You must show others that you are there for them no matter the circumstance. You must choose love every day, even when love doesn't choose you. That's unconditional love. When you can truly say to yourself, I don't care what the situation is or what my perception of the situation is, I choose to love my spouse. 
We say we want unconditional love, but many of us fall short of giving it. We expect them to be our everything, to be our savior, our protector, our provider, our lover. But when something goes wrong, we're quick to judge, quick to withhold our love from them because they've hurt us or maybe they've simply fallen short of our expectations. Many of us women have a very hard time letting go and moving on. Y'all, good people sometimes do bad things and only unconditional love will get you through those times. If you're not giving love, true unconditional love, you should not expect it in return. I think the phenomenon of getting married and living happily ever after really got us twisted. There's so much work that goes into being happily married. I truly believe that you control your own happiness, right? You must be accountable for your own happiness. But what happens when your spouse has so much influence over that happiness? I believe we fall in love with the idea of being in love, but many of us don't want to do the work that is needed to stay in love. This is the unconditional part of being in love. Being married is hard work, y'all. And if you're not committed to the marriage, you will struggle with your happiness. Now, I know a lot of you are probably thinking, well, if you loved each other, it should be easy. Or maybe you believe love will get us through and Yeah, I agree with you. If you're just started out dating, it should be easy because all you have to do is love each other. You see each other when it's convenient and you miss them when you're apart. But what happens when you don't get to choose when you see your partner? If you're having a bad day, you still have to show up and take care of your responsibilities. You've had kids. Maybe you've been laid off from work. You've been dishonest about your spending habits. Life is happening all around you and your story is being written. This is when a lot of us start to lose sight of the whole concept of leading with love. We take our frustrations out on our spouse. We've given so much to the world, we have nothing left. And we have this idea, this illusion that, well, he's my husband, he understands. He loves me, so it's okay. Nah, it ain't okay. And this way of thinking will only work for so long. Time is ticking on that clock. And as the years go by, the timer gets faster. You know how the old folks used to tell the newlyweds, aw, y'all are still on your honeymoon or you're still in that honeymoon stage, right? That's because they knew it was finna get real. And y'all didn't have any idea of what was about to hit you. Just because he loved you yesteryear does not mean he will love you tomorrow. The things you did to get him are the things you must continue to do to keep him. Do not let life get in the way of your happiness. Be true to him because you love him and you don't want to lose what you have. Continue to prove your love like you did when you were first dating. Now, proving your love should be second nature. And if it doesn't come naturally and or I don't know, maybe it seems like it's just taking too much effort. You need to take a step back and look 
inside. If it's hard for you to give love, I'm sure it's hard for him to receive it. And let's be honest, that works both ways, right? Remember, treat each other as you want to be treated. It was not love at first sight. This is something you worked at over the years. You grew to love this person and you must continuously water love or it will go dormant. The great thing though is once you start watering it again, just like Sleeping Beauty, it will wake. Because true love never dies. Let's take a minute to have a sip. I am drinking today something from my Angel Reserve on my Naked Wines um, Wine Club. This is the 2020 F. Stephen Millier. It's a Shiraz and it's pretty good. It's a little fruity, not too sweet, um, but it does have a nice balance of some bold kind of tasting fruits. Um, the longer that it sits out and breathes, the better for you. Sit back, take a sip, um, do that again, sit back and take another sip and just enjoy this lovely Shiraz wine that I have today. All right, let's get back into it. Right before the break, we talked about you're not entitled to his love. You are also not entitled to his time. Now, although Snow White and Sleeping Beauty spent very little, if any, time with their true loves, Belle, more so than Cinderella, spent plenty of time to get to know her soon-to-be spouse. And so did you when y'all first started dating. In the beginning, there was no one nor nothing that could keep y'all apart. If he said, hey, I'm about to go get my car washed, you was hopping in the car next to him, all dialed up in your cute little outfit, ready to go. It didn't matter what you did as long as you were together. His boys were probably pissed at you because they never saw him anymore. And when they did see him, you were with him. That fella time had diminished and your guy didn't even notice. And if he did, he didn't care because he was with you and that's all that mattered. He was exactly where he wanted to be. Y'all used to call each other and talk on the phone for hours. Didn't want to be the first one to hang up, right? You would laugh together and just text all day, play cards, party all night, and sometimes just chill. Y'all genuinely enjoyed each other's company. But now, the script has flipped. Now, let's be honest, he don't even like you anymore. Why should he stay home? He runs the streets because you're always fussing. You barely cook it clean. You let yourself go, and he no longer finds you attractive. Y'all rarely do anything fun together, and most of the time, you are taking the kids to basketball games or dance recitals. All of your conversations are about the kids or the house. It's stressful being with you now. There's no fun. There's no release. So he goes out to get that release. It's boring being home. Spending time together is essential to any relationship and even more important to staying connected as a couple. You are also not entitled to his money. 
to all those women out there that believe that a man needs to provide for his family, I agree with you 100%. You are right. A man should provide for his family. And when you are his wife, you are his family. But I'm afraid to tell you that insurance policy is canceled the moment you become an ex-wife. You no longer qualify for the benefits and it's time to get your own coins. His obligation should be to his kids, not you. If you want to continue to reap the benefits of being married to a man that pays all the bills while you have the luxury of staying home with the kids, the kids that will one day go to school, you need to make sure you're staying happy so that you can keep him happy and ultimately continue to reap the benefits. It bothers me to my core when women try to get their ex-husband's money. You didn't want to cook. You were too tired for sex. You didn't stay up all night grinding, trying to provide for the family. But when things are over, the first thing you demand is half. I mean, after all, he does have an obligation to his family, right? <laughs> so now you want to play that family card? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You are not entitled to his love. You must give unconditional love in order to receive it. Don't be afraid to lead with love. Direct him. Show him the love is still there. It's okay for you to take the initiative on this. Start dating again. Do the little things that show him you still care. The mere fact that you've been here all these years really isn't enough. Little things speak volumes and simple things will open the door to being happily married again. You are not entitled to his time, so go get it back. Get a life. Get some business of your own. Stop being so accessible to him. Now, I'm sure that sounds a little counterintuitive, but it's true. I'm sure he will be more interested in you if you had something going on for yourself. I'm sure he's thinking, well, she don't ever do anything. She'll be there when I get back. Start having fun together again and watch how the dynamics start to shift. Nobody wants to be with someone they don't have a good time with. Start to delight in each other's company again. You are not entitled to his money. Appreciate the effort it takes to make money. You need your husband. Stop walking around with this attitude of I want him, but I don't need him. Yeah, yeah, you need him because when he leaves you, you're going to want his money, right? So you need him now. Everyone wants to feel needed. He too has feelings. Even you independent women out there who got their own coins, you better listen up. Beyonce already told y'all what's better than one billionaire. Two. Being happily married is within reach. Stop wasting time. Stop putting so much energy into negative thoughts and feelings. It takes the same amount of energy to think positively as it does to think negatively. Be happy in your marriage. So even in the darkest of times, leaving you never crosses his mind. The choice is yours. Choose happiness. All right. Thank you guys for sticking with me today. Um, that was it for Whining Wednesdays. I want to ask that you please go out to Facebook and Instagram at 
art.of.sia and follow me and like the page, please. If you're already doing that, thank you so much. I love the support. And please tune in next week as we're going to get into some good stuff and we're going to talk about sex, right? Let's talk about sex, baby. All right. I will chit chat with you next week. Until then, take care of each other.